Today is Friday, December 30th, and we are almost done with the year 2016, and I will be welcoming 2017. I guess in 2017, I will be a divorced person. This has been in the offing for years, and I think it, it might actually happen this year. Um, sometimes I thought it would never happen, and now it seems like it, it really will. So I've spent several days this week being off work, spent several days completing a budget, which I emailed to my attorney today, and it took several days and many hours to put this document together, but it, it was a very good exercise, and I, I wish I had done this years ago. But I went through several months of bank account statements and really looked at where I'm spending most of the money and getting that into the budget so that this can go in the temporary order so we have something to you know live by in the pendency of the divorce. But very good exercise going through and figuring out where the money is going, and it's, it's very interesting. Um, of course, the house takes m most of the money. So I made the budget and I broke it up into several categories. The first category was house, and I put all house-related expenses under that category. Next category was my car. Then the next category was Lisa personal. And then next category was kids. And last was Victoria's car. So house, Lisa's car, Lisa personal, kids, and Victoria's car. So I broke the whole thing apart uh, by those categories. And the house included everything from the house payment, all the utilities, uh, and I put groceries under house because I really wasn't sure how to break that down, whether to put that under me or the kids or whatever. But I put groceries under house, and that's the second largest expense right after the house payment itself. So the house payment, you know, $1,944, then literally at HEB on average, this is incredible, but on average at HEB I spend $1,505 per month at HEB, which is huge. I was very surprised to see that number, but, you know, you figure that's three people eating three meals a day, mostly. We have breakfast, lunch, and dinner uh, at the house. The kids pack their lunches every day. They have breakfast there every day. We have dinner there every night. So that's three people eating five days a week and plus more. And, you know, also at HEB, that's your cleaning prod products, your shampoo, light bulbs, trash bags, you know, everything you can possibly buy at HEB. Birthday cards, um, house filters, uh, everything. So that's pretty expensive. I, after I saw that, I thought, well, I should have my own VIP parking at HEB. <laughs> but, you know, everybody spends that um, at HEB. That's where I go every day to buy everything that we need. So... That was the next biggest expense. And then, of course, um, the homeowner's insurance is is included there. 
and um, the escrow contains the property taxes, which are also extremely high. In that $1,944 house payment is the also the um, property tax, which is high where I live. I live pretty close to Lake Travis, and I live in the city of Austin, so it's high. And then, of course, water, sewer, trash. Um, I also included the cable bill, which is $185 a month. Ridiculous. But we have that high cable bill because my son loves to watch Fox News. He watches Fox News around the clock, literally. He's a huge Bill O'Reilly fan, just like his father. And um, I know if Mike pushes back on this budget, you know, one of the things that's going to go is that AT&T U-verse. And he's going to have to tell his son if, you know, he's not going to pay for that. But anyway, that. And then, of course, we have Pandora for music. We also have iTunes. We have Netflix. Um, I put in, you know, average cost of home repair, that kind of thing, incidentals. So a lot of that is in there. And just the house alone, including the groceries, was $4,700, just that part of the budget. And that's, like I said, running the house completely from the ground up, plus activities within the house including our cell phones, including the groceries, $4,700 just to keep uh, status quo running. Then my car, uh, I put in a separate category for that. I don't owe very much on my car. I only owe $6,000 on my car at this point. My car payment's $439 a month. It's almost paid for, but it's got 120,000 miles on it. Mike had previously agreed to... Uh, let me get a new car that would come out of our joint estate, which I think is only fair because all of these miles on my car are a direct result of me driving these kids around for the last four to five years in this car uh, to all their events, musical events, sporting events, FFA activities, uh, travel, visiting, vacations, all those things have been in this car. And I don't think that a new car should come out of my half that's not fair to me. I think that the estate should pay for the car and I should start with a new car just like Mike is. So that the car payment plus the tolls plus gas, maintenance, insurance. My insurance is $88 a month through State Farm on the car. So I really went through the budget with a fine tooth comb. And then looking at myself, the personal expenses I went through included everything from haircuts to doctor appointments, dermatologist, uh, beauty and grooming type stuff, activities, meals away from home, that kind of thing. I can't remember what that amount was, but it might have been around a thousand. Um, and so then the kids, which of course, average cost of clothing and activities, camps, vacations. Another thing that I included in the budget that I feel is fair, we'll see is travel back home to St. Louis. We are living in Austin, Texas, because uh, that's where we moved to accommodate Mike's career. And um, I feel like it's reasonable to request that once a year, we are able to travel back to St. Louis to visit grandparents and cousins and the rest of the family. Uh, so we'll see uh, how that flies. But, you know, a flight round trip to St. Louis is about $400. So I included that in our activity expenses because I think that's something that should be planned for and saved for. And I would like to continue doing that as long as I can with the kids. 
uh, because we have to go back and, and visit and maintain uh, those family bonds. That's very important to continue throughout our lifetimes, at least while our parents are alive. Both of our parents are in their 70s. Uh, so, and then a separate category for Victoria's truck. Now, this is a tricky one. I'm not really sure what to do about this one because Mike went out and bought our daughter a brand new 2016 Chevy Silverado. I, that was his choice. Uh, I did not take part in the decision making. I don't think I would have purchased a vehicle nearly that expensive, but he wanted to get her a new truck that she can take with her to college, and I can appreciate that, of course. Mike works for General Motors, so he got an employee discount. That was good. But her truck payment is $740, $740 a month, I think, uh, which I absolutely cannot afford. I There's no way I could pay that. Um, so we're going to have to figure that out, plus her insurance, plus her tolls and her gas. She gets about a tank of gas per week at $40 a tank. So multiply that by four, and then the insurance, tolls, maintenance, repairs, that kind of thing. So it all adds up. At the end of the day, I added up everything that we currently spend money on. And this is, you know, all the everyday stuff, living in the house, activities, groceries, all that stuff, came up to be about $8,100. I know that is a lot of money. But that is what we spend on the kids' activities and all the things that we do. $8,100 is, is status. That would be status quo in changing nothing about our lifestyle. So if Mike wants to negotiate on that, I am happy to do that. I know that's a lot of money. Um, I had offered to split both of our incomes 50-50 in the agreement that we had earlier. I had agreed to split our incomes 50-50 for the next three years while our son is living at home, and Mike has said no to that, which would have been less than this budget that I made. But I also realized that I had to include everything because some of, this, some of these things are negotiable. So we'll see what Mike can live with and what he can't and what a mediator is going to say about this. But the other thing is, you know, Mike and I still share a checking account, and so he can go back and look at 15 years of bank statements and it's completely transparent. He can see exactly what we've spent our money on and when and how and he can see that. He can see that, you know, nobody is out buying lavish things. I mean, we we spend a lot on the house payment and activities and groceries, but and and I'm sure we can do some belt tightening, no doubt. But I have tried to capture absolutely every expense that we have there. And what this may look like is Mike may pick up um, some of these things like the Tory's car payment and that kind of thing. In fact, he said originally that he was going to cash in some stock and pay off her truck. But I have not seen that happen yet. Mike gets a lot of stock and a lot of it is vested. And I don't have much visibility to that. And I need more visibility to that um, because that is rightfully belonging to our state. And it's not that I'm trying to control every dime, but I would like to know how it's being spent and where so that we are both treated fairly. I have really not stepped in um, very forcefully when he has wanted to spend large amounts of money on this, that, or the other. Uh, we've, we've done that. So 
Anyway, I emailed the budget document to the attorney today and told her I was looking forward to discussing it and to see what she thinks. And also, you know, if Mike wants us to do some belt tightening, then he is going to have to talk to the kids himself about the things they're going to lose. And um, I know that's going to be a bit of a battle because the kids are very accustomed to having Netflix and having all the cable channels and uh, having, you know, all these fresh foods and meats and whatever they want from HEB. So we'll see where we're going to have to cut on that. But I should know more about that next week. And then the final thing that I owe my attorney is the inventory of my personal assets. So I have given to her the custody agreement. I've given to her my budget. And now I need to give her uh, this final document of my inventory, which won't take long. I really don't have a lot. I have a 2,300-square-foot house um, with bare minimum furniture. So... Um, I'll have to go around. I think what I'll do is just go from room to room and get, get that document put together. So that's where we are today.